right, welcome back to Sigma Talks. In today's episode, I want to go a bit more broad on business, get out of marketing, advertising. I've been doing it for a bit, and I want to talk in a more broad sense about business, right? And specifically management and processes. But give me a second, I need to grab my sparkling water. All right. So anyways, in today's business world, I believe that taking a customer-centric approach is good for businesses, right? And there's many ways you can, you know, take on business, different perspectives and, you know, routes that you can take, but there's no right or wrong answers, right? So it's very important that you just go with the what path that you believe is best. So the, there's usually two route you can take, um, and it's called either the stakeholder or the stockholder theory, where either you value the stakeholders, I believe, I think that's the right one, where everyone has an equal opinion but not the same amount of weight, I believe. And so you take into consideration of your consumers, employees, the people who are investing and everyone else that, you know, is like involved in the company, right? But then stockholder theory states that only those who um, are investors or even board members are important for the company's journey and they are focused on profits and not breaking laws and things like that but then you know of course with all theories there's like pros and cons and there's no right answers or wrong answers but in today's podcast i want to get more into just being customer centric right because i think in every business there's no situation in which you can't be customer centric because you know, it's very important that our customers are satisfied. We have a way to manage with crisis situations and we're always going to be selling to someone. So at some point we have to be customer centric. Additionally, business is very, very people oriented. So you have to know how to handle social skills, but also be able to persuade and negotiate But in terms of being customer centric, we're going to be more focused on business strategies and um, a bit of marketing like consumer journey and how to deliver things to the customers. But in any case, you know, I just gave a super long intro. Let's get right into this. I dived into an article and it focused on customer centricity and how to uh, exactly shape your business to become more custom consumer centric in any case this article was by work and i read it by myself of course and analyzed it and gathered the most important points but you know one good thing about work is that they kind of do it for you and they explain the items and also go deeper with the topics uh, so i'll just summarize a bit of the things that they talked about and some of my ideas as well Now, the first thing they talked about was consumer-centric growth strategies, and the article suggests having businesses strategies that focuses on consumer behaviors with approaches like 
opportunity forced or opportunity sensing and opportunity collaborative strategies, which depends entirely on your business uh, context and what the consumer demands. And so what do these strategies exactly mean? Now, opportunity for strategy focuses more on reacting to changes in consumer behavior or market conditions. So, for example, a retail store might introduce an online shopping platform in response to increased consumer preference for online shopping. And so this is where you are forced to make a change and you have to adjust. And so for the next one, it's opportunity sensing strategy. And this is where businesses are proactively identifying emerging consumer needs and preferences. And so an example of this is a tech company that develops new features for its products based on observed trends and consumer usages and feedbacks. This is a bit more of a marketing and research kind of side. Uh, you also see this a lot in like Apple if they come up with new uh, features for their phones or they looked at their competitors and see what they're doing and if the consumers enjoy that feature a lot then apple brings in that feature themselves and they make it or they call it their own thing now you don't have to do you know just one of these things it's important to you know perhaps implement all of these things at the same time you want to be up to date on the technology or you know what the consumer want and needs you want to make sure that you're able to react to changing markets as well the last one is opportunity collaborative strategy and this approach involves collaborating with consumers to co-create products or services so for instance a fashion brand might involve its consumers in designing a new clothing line this is very uh i would say i guess you know it really depends a lot on your industry right because perhaps for a restaurant you wouldn't do this but in terms of uh, fashion or new tech features or perhaps uh let's say like new tech gadgets that might be the the same thing as what i just said but those are things that you could actually do because a lot of consumers have the same desires and wants for a external physical product that they want so for example one of the things that i always wanted for apple was the ability to swipe on your keyboard to shorten you know the spelling of words and a android always had that but apple never did and i guess you know at some point people who used apple iphones complained enough or you know probably some employee was like hey let's do this and so that's well, I guess that's a bit more of opportunity sensing strategy, but you know, you get my point, you know, being able to bring a consumer allows you to do a lot of research. And this goes into my previous marketing podcast, if you listened, and this is where you do focus group or even uh, ethnography, and you can actually learn a lot about what a consumer wants and you apply this from a sample size and make it applicable to the entire population so if you haven't checked out that podcast i strongly suggest you do all right now the second point it talks about is the consumer journey mapping and the article advocates for creating a consumer-centric journey maps that emphasizes understanding of the consumer experiences at every touch point rather than just structuring these maps solely around business objectives and i think this is a major component to understand because we have business objectives or things that we want to look at right but this creates bias for the outcomes that we want to occur even though it may not even be correlated or even ca caused 
I was trying to say causalated, <laughs> but you know, correlation doesn't always equal causation, meaning that just because our business objectives align with something doesn't mean that it's always the cause of it, right? So in terms of consumer journey mapping, I don't remember exactly if I did a podcast on it. And if I did, I probably did a poor podcast on it. Um, but I talked about the consumer journey being very flexible nowadays, especially with omni channels and multiple touch points and the consumer journey being a hexagonal shape nowadays where consumers can go from multiple touch points to back to the same touch points from valuation to consideration to competitive awareness and they go back and forth and this makes it a whole lot harder and sometimes you know businesses like to create consumer journeys where it's from one point to the next point and it's a perhaps a linear line where they go from oh knowing the brand and then purchasing it but what if that's never the case right so we have to create a more consumer centric journey maps that actually understands the experience of each customer and at every touch point what would they do what would they think and why exactly are they choosing our business instead of another and so it's very important if you're going to be a consumer centric business to understand the journey that your consumers are taking and see what perhaps pain points they're dealing with and how can you make the experience more seamless but also easier and help them get to the next step without being too much of a pain to them now the third thing that the article mentioned was having challenges in delivering the consumer wants you have to recognize that the difficulty in not just listening to consumer feedback but also effectively implementing changes that meet their needs and expectations and this goes back to the first point where if you're able to listen to the consumer feedback you're able to solve the problems that perhaps majority of the consumer are having but this becomes a challenge when consumers do this and nothing changes and this is especially problematic when dealing with a large corporation just because they receive so much feedback and data where it's hard to you know have a single thing fixed when perhaps there's bigger things but remember any small thing that is fixed for one consumer is never too small after all it is a pain point that they're having now the last point that i want to talk about that i think is very important especially for business nowadays and just because our time is running low is this point which is to focus on valuable consumers and this part of the article emphasizes the importance on concentrating uh, for consumers with the highest ltv for sustainable growth and this is very important because I think a lot of businesses can focus on the bigger revenues at the short term stage where they sell perhaps, I don't know, a plan for $10,000, right? But the client is only going to stay for perhaps two months. So in total, they're only making 20000 right? But if you have, let's say, five customers who are on the lowest plan for a thousand dollars so that's five thousand dollars in total for one month but then the ltv of those people and you know they love the lower plan and they're still growing their business so they stay with you let's say they stay for six months so you have five thousand dollars times six that's thirty thousand dollars in ltv already and you're already up against you know the original people who paid more so those are your valuable customers 
not only that, but they're able to give you a higher lifetime value, meaning that you gain more revenue out of them. So in turn, you know, you still should focus on the people who pay for, you know, high prices like 10,000. Yes, but majority of your attention should go towards those consumers that has the highest lifetime value because those are the people who will give you sustainable growth in the long term but also be able to stick with you during tough times such as recession and that's going to be very important when there are economic downturns or you know consumers are dealing with changing needs and such but anyways you know i hope you got something out of this and can learn a bit on how to manage your business or just even be more consumer centric and improve some processes processes uh, in any case, if you have any questions, always feel free to message me on Sigma on social media. Otherwise, I appreciate you for listening.